almost forget that part. Hey, y'all. Uh, welcome back to episode 17 of Manly Musings Podcast. We're recording a little bit later tonight because Kevin got out of work a little bit later. Uh, and Leland and I were idiots and decided to actually finish a couple projects up prior to getting on the podcast. So um, tonight we have our special guest, one of our old college friends, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Leland Reed. So yes, Leland. intro. Thank you. You're welcome. Happy to be here. <laughs> happy to have you back. I know uh, if you guys listened to last week's wrestling episode, uh, Leland was on that and basically they deep dive into wrestling and I just sat here with a blank face the whole time. Yeah, shout out to Leland <laughs> crushing it with his roster. I mean, he brought out a lot of names unless you're like a huge wrestling guy. Like you probably wouldn't know who like a good portion of his names were. So shout out to you, Leland. Get, making me think a little bit harder now. So when WrestleMania season comes and we get the gang back together, I'm going to have to get more goddamn creative. I was just here to impress. I mean, that's what I was going for. I love it. Don't you do I that every time? You know, that's true. I around. always have my game face on. Yeah, every time. <laughs> so it's always a good thing. Yeah. Um, so, Leland, we're going to start with something that's probably near and dear to your heart after this past Sunday. The Bengals. I'm still shocked. I mean, to be completely honest, I, I knew it would be a good game. I expected the Chiefs to kind of flip-flop what happened last time the Chiefs and Bengals played where the Chiefs would win in the last second, um, especially when the Chiefs won the toss at the end. Yeah. I, I All hope was lost. I, I had no faith whatsoever, but I was still happy because, hey, they won two playoff games. I, I was pumped. But <laughs> now the Super Bowl, it's crazy. I, I mean, I think they have a legit shot at winning the Super Bowl, which I would have never expected at the beginning of the year. Uh, yeah, seriously, watching that game, and I, I didn't watch the first quarter because I think my wife was watching something. I was like, yeah, we can watch whatever you have on and I'll be sure, whatever. That's fine. Um, <laughs> and then I was doing stuff up here again. My office actually made up and made into an actual office now. Um, but watching that first half, the Bengals looked so bad. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Now we're going to have our first blowout game of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's AFC. Really? And then when the Chiefs didn't get that touchdown at the end of the first half, yep. and you could see Mahomes' face going, shit, yep. I did that wrong. Like that, that kind of was the indication something's going on here. And then all of a sudden, Jamar Chase woke up, Higgins woke up, even Mixon started yep. playing. You know, the only issue that I see with the Super Bowl is they're going up against defense that's a lot better than any of the defenses that they've played really this season. So that O-line and uh, our man Quentin Spain better bulk up and better be ready. Yeah, the line is bad. I mean, there's no way around it. It's terrible. I... I have been impressed with the Bengals' second-half adjustments all season, but I thought they did a really nice job in uh, Sunday's game because the second half was a completely different game, and mm-hmm. it's mainly because they started dropping eight back in coverage almost every play. And yeah. Mahomes and the Chiefs didn't really adjust, and they were getting pressure up front with just a three-man rush, which was surprising. But I was shocked how little 
the Chiefs adjusted to that because even if you're dropping eight in coverage, you have Patrick Mahomes, you have Tyreek Hill, you have Travis Kelsey. You should be able to get somebody open, and they just couldn't. They couldn't do anything. It was pretty funny to watch Mahomes just run around. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I thought he had kind of gotten out of that point of his career where he's going to continually run around and like I'm going to try to make a play and just lose clock, yeah. lose yards, whatever it is, and that was horrible. Yeah, I, I like I said, I'm still shocked. It, I <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I will say on a happy note, I was also six for six in bets on that there game. There you go. So, oh. I mean, it was a good Sunday for me. Wow. A that's a hell of a Sunday. Sunday. That's yeah. that's real damn good. And I yeah. think majority of America is extremely happy that we don't have to worry about Jackson Mahomes and oh, yeah. Brittany, whatever her name is, yeah. um, spraying champagne on anybody or dancing to stupid TikTok dances. So, yeah, I think we're all happy about that one. Absolutely. Kevin, any thoughts on that one? You, you've been quiet. Oh, no, man. I mean, like, honestly, for some reason, once they hit halftime and they started going, there was just something in the air that was like, I had this real feeling like, they're going to make it. I think they're going to make a game out of this. And then the turnover happened. I'm like, oh, fuck. They're, mm. they're going to get, they're going to make something happen. And then I think I remember, I think I stepped away from the game just for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, I turned it back on, and it was freaking tied. I was like, oh, my God, this can go either way. And, like, Leland, like you said earlier, when they came down to the coin toss and it landed on the Chiefs, I was like, oh, man, it's not looking good. Yep. And then they couldn't even do anything. They wow. I was, I, was just, that's, I was just shocked that the lack of adjusting they did. Yeah. Like – yeah, like it, like the the Bengals came out to play the second half, and it's like the Chiefs felt that they already had this in the bag and they were gonna finish it, but like, man, it just an, another game like ended in craziness. And hey, they earned that freaking Super Bowl berth, and I'm excited for a couple of weeks to see what happens to see if they if they can win it all because that means you have Joe Burrow winning a Heisman, a national championship. And a Super Bowl, which is something never that has never been, been done, done before. Yeah. And then he'd be on the verge of doing it within three years of each other. So yeah. that'd be out of it. And he'd be doing it for his hometown team. He right. grew up, what, two hours outside of Cincinnati. Yep. So that's even bigger to him, I think, is is that. But yeah. I, I love it's, the uh, – have you seen the meme? It came out – I think it was today or the other day. It took the Chiefs – 13 seconds to tie the bills right at the end of that game. It took them 13 seconds to blow the game in overtime. Oh yeah. Yep. I saw that. You sent that to me. I was like, Oh wow. It really did. Yeah. Just aired it. But shout yeah. out to like people who like keep track of those memes. Cause I, I'm always very impressed. I'm like, wow, you really like kept track of that. That's very impressive. Yeah. I, I'd give them that. Um, <laughs> I think in a lot of people right now is extremely happy about this next news. Tom Brady is officially official retired. He came I mean, out are today. people really that happy though? I am. You are happy. Why is that, sir? He's a douchebag. <laughs> Sounds like a, a a very upset Patriots fan that I'm yeah. getting right now. No, I mean, I've, I've all, so I'll always stand by that I'm a Patriots fan. 
I think Tom Brady is one of the best players to ever play the game, probably the best quarterback to ever play the position, hands down. Do I like him? No. I was a Bledsoe fan when I was a kid. I hated when Tom Brady came in. I wanted Bledsoe to come back. I got used to him being the quarterback. I liked him. I liked how he, you know, played the game, everything. I just didn't like how he dealt with, oh, here's what you have around you. I get it. You've succeeded. You've done well. Shut up. It's not your job to be the general manager. You can have input. doesn't mean your input is going to be listened to. It's up to salary cap. It's up to your GM. It's up to your president of the of uh, football operations, which is Bill Belichick. It's what he sees fit. Does it always work out? No. I just hated the fact where he's like, oh, posting pictures with Nikhil Harry during the summer. And then once it got to the season, Nikhil Harry was like nothing. Granted, Nikhil Harry sucks. <laughs> but still, it's the same idea. He doesn't – he didn't like portray that he wanted to – help those around him at that point in his career. He just wanted to win and I'm more power to him for going and doing it. I did hate his stupid eight page. Everyone sliding through reading everything. It was all about the bucks. Um, that was, that was a little disheartening as a Patriot fan because you spent two years there, you brought one Super Bowl. They're going to go back into the sea and never come back out. <laughs> like, we all know it. Um, <laughs> But apparently, from what I literally just saw before I hopped on here, CBS Sports uh, posted that he's supposed to be signing in the next couple of days with the Patriots for a one-day contract and will officially retire as a New England Patriot, not a Buccaneer. So I guess that's your, this silver lining right there. But I don't know. I'm happy he's done. I'm, I was... I didn't want him to win any more Super Bowls after he left. I just wanted him to get taken <laughs> out and be no more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. with with the Sir with Tom Brady, I mean, it's uh interesting because if you think for all for the, the three of us, he's literally been around since like we've been alive. Like, what did he two thousand four? We're all what fourteen at the. No, he he started in 2000 and he was drafted in two, uh, 2000. 1999. He was drafted. Oh, yeah. So, like, he's yeah. played in, he's been around for one, two, three, four decades now. That's crazy. So, like, I mean, we're pretty much, you know, saying goodbye to a legend as much as some of us have hated him over the years and how much uh, he just, like, Oh, he just sucked, and you just loved rooting against him and hoped that he would like freaking lose. So I think you know, as football fans, we're gonna miss that. We're gonna miss that devil like enemy. Like, oh God, that we gotta face Tom Brady. Done with him. He always wins, bastard. But shout out to him for finally calling it quits. We, I think, I, I think I'm happy that he he went out on like this type of note, like, like. Like the ways like guys like Brett Favre or my guy Ben Roethlisberger, the way they just like went out and went the, and you knew that they needed to just like end it already. I'd rather have him just bow out gracefully and then move on for his life. Yeah, I mean, I I've never been a Tom Brady fan by any means or anything like that, but 
I do think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't think there's many other quarterbacks that can argue with that. Um, I will say I have liked him more since he went to Tampa because when he was with New England, it was it just seemed like he was all business, which he was. He was just there to win, like you said, Merritt. And then he goes to Tampa, and they win last year. He's hammered during the parade, yeah. throwing the Lombardi <laughs> trophy and stuff. Looks like us getting carried out of sports page in college as they're putting him <laughs> on the parade. So, I mean, I, I like that. I, I think he showed a little more personality. Whether it was real or not, who knows with him. You really don't know. But I, he seemed like a much cooler guy when he was in Tampa. But I do like that he's retiring. I agree with that. I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. When the news came out, what they officially broke, like I think on Saturday, yeah. And Schefter tweeted it out. And then it, the whole debacle of, oh, uh, we all know he's retiring. Right. We just jumped the gun on when he's actually going to say it. Um, and I text my dad, I was like, do you think RKK has already called him? He goes, not yet. I go, I'm pretty damn sure, you know, if I'm Robert Kraft, I'm already in his ear. And like, I've, I'll give the, him respect to the degree of, I've read the dynasty book about the Patriots full on dynasty. Even if you're not a Patriots fan, it's a great read. Um, it kind of dives into the dynamic of Belichick Brady and how that worked. And also makes it me sit there and say, this is why I think Belichick is the man and Brady is a great quarterback that got a great system sure. and developed in that system and developed the system with it. Um, but the respect that you gain from that and Robert Kraft basically saying, Hey, if you think you're done here, I get it. We're rebuilding. We're at a point. And it was like, okay, I get why he's doing it. I don't like how he did it. But I get it. Yeah. But I am happy that he's going to retire officially as a Patriot. Ten bucks, they retire his damn number because. Oh yeah, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, it no also, it also means that Gronk's done because Gronk's not going to play for any other quarterback. He already Gronk said that. will become a wrestler. Yep. Yep. He doesn't have to do anything. He could just sit on his endorsement yep. deals and never do anything the rest of his yep. life. Yeah, yep. literally, he, he's set forever. Yeah. Um, Kevin, I don't know if you saw this. It's about the team that's like right close to us. That's not the Knicks. I've 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 heard about this for the last couple of weeks with James Harden and him saying that he's wanting out of Brooklyn. I mean, I can't really blame him because of the fact that he was promised a big three and that they were gonna go ahead and you know run rough shot over the Eastern Conference. But at the same time, like, you know, why are they talking about this now? Like, he talked about how like, he's going to test free agency. They're currently, like, I think top three seed in the East right now. Third, right? Yeah, the third. Miami's one, Bucks are two, they're third. Right. I, think, I think it's because it all those James Harden, Ben Simmons trade rumors have been out for literally the past month of the 76ers basically saying we want James Harden. I mean, if they want him, go get it. Like the Nets, they want Ben Simmons. I mean, if I were the Nets, I would probably stray as far away from Ben Simmons as possible. Nope, nope. I I would rather be take like push those younger guys like Bruce Brown and Claxton instead of go with 
that crybaby Ben Simmons. You're missing a very important point guard on that team. Like, what's Mm -hmm. wrong with you? Well, yeah, like Javon Carter, of course, you know. Like, (laughs) we had to really push that one tonight. I'm so sorry. I know our basketball team is trash this year, but he wasn't. No, no. Well, he needs to get more playing time too, uh, with his mismatched shoes that he that he wears on the court. But um, I do like that. I do love that he does that. But um, yeah, I mean, James, you know, like the fact that you're talking about this now, when you're in the heat of the playoff race. Like you, now you're just a distraction. So in my opinion, they should just send his off on his way. We could take back Ben Simmons and his crybaby ass. And maybe, you know, if he wants to play, then he plays. If anything, just release him, take his money and then send him somewhere else where they'll treat him like a God. But Ben Simmons sucks. That's all I say. Ben Simmons does suck, but I, I think you're right, Kevin. Harden, no matter where he's been, has turned into a distraction. Oklahoma City is the only place where he didn't turn into yeah. a distraction. And he was so young then that how could he really? Yeah. But Houston, he became a distraction. Brooklyn, he's becoming one. So, I mean, it's a hardened thing. But I, I understand how the big three has kind of imploded with Kyrie not wanting to be vaccinated and all of that. But I just, how can you not enjoy playing beside Kevin Durant? That's going to make your life so much easier. I think because he, you're not the number one. I think he t- enjoys that fact of it, but he doesn't enjoy the fact that the team is so up and down with this whole Kyrie thing mm-hmm. that that is probably really stained his taste for playing with yeah. that team, which let's be honest, any of us that were in his shoes probably would feel the same way. Like, okay, well, I follow the rules. I follow the regulations that they told me to do. And we're skirting the rules for somebody else. How's that fair to me? But also, maybe he really likes the strip clubs in Houston more than the strip clubs in Brooklyn. I, I, they, that might be the big thing too. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's well known that he does. <laughs> <laughs> it is very well known. He likes whenever they travel, he, they literally get out there a day early because he goes to yeah. the strip clubs for a day. Yeah. The, the greatest. Reddit post I've ever seen was on the NBA subreddit and somebody during the off season looked at every away game that the Rockets played when Harden was there versus home games and everything. And oh yeah, I saw this strip clubs in those cities. And when it was a good city with really high quality strip clubs, Harden sucked the next day when the strip clubs were not good, <laughs> he was great the next day. And it was a pattern. It was a trend. It's oh the most God, insane stat I've ever seen, but it, it was true. If his worst place to play was, I think, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. was his worst area. Oh, my God, play. yeah. But, like, if you brought him to OK State, great. Yep. Even in California, he balled out there. Yeah. And, and I'm assuming the strip clubs out there are decent, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> never been to one, so I yeah. couldn't really tell you what they're like. Yeah, I've never been to one in California. Yeah, I haven't been to one in California either. So I, I've literally been to this many in my whole life. Like, never, never, never. <laughs> never. That, that like trend them. should change. No, yeah, I'm good. I'm married. I'll get you. There's one right down the street from my house. So really, oh, no, I, no We're way. Not, I'm not going to one in in West Virginia. Leland, no I, would, I would absolutely join you if uh, if that is a, an option. Oh it's my god, a, it's an interesting place. I will say it's that. okay. I mean, it's just. 
people watching. People watching is is, oh, yeah. is, is the, the best. That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, did you guys see this today? Dude, it's funny. I was watching the TV at work when like so it this, popped well, up, well, and I'm like, like, come on, bro. Caleb really? Williams to USC. Talk about the the yeah. worst kept secret in the world. Like, dude, you kept saying that, oh, Oklahoma is probably still going to be the number one choice. Oh, no, I'm going to go to Wisconsin. We all knew it was going to happen, but like, right. at least have the audacity to say it out loud instead right. of. Yeah, stop, stop trying to troll, bro. Like, yeah. it's, it, it was, the writing was on the wall. Like, yeah. everything. All of the puzzle pieces went there. You know, you, you you forced out a quarterback to go find himself a new home, which thankfully he did. He'll be a uh, dart will be going to Ole Miss. But <laughs> I looked, I started laughing. Everybody's looking at me like, why are you laughing? I'm like, dude, come on. This was like this is like news from two months ago. We knew this was right. gonna happen. We knew right when Lincoln Riley left that majority of his players that Still like them because about half the team wanted to kill him, apparently, after his little bye. Uh, you know, we're gonna go with them if they could. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really blame him for leaving. I would go with Riley too. And more so than just following your coach, you have a better chance to win in the Pac 12 than you do. Oh, facts. And I'm not saying the Big 12 is the greatest conference in the world, but it's better than the Pac 12. Yeah. So I I think Riley made the right move for himself. He's got an easier path to the playoff every single year, especially once Oklahoma moves to the big or to the SEC. Oh yeah. I think Oklahoma's going to compete in the SEC way more than Texas will. I think Texas is going to get destroyed week in and week out. Which will be but, great to see. Oh yeah, I'm going to love every second. Of it. Oh god, yeah. They've already talked about how Texas will go into the SEC and be as maybe as good as Arkansas. Or like a Mizzou, like that. And there's been rumors that they're already looking at new coaching staff. Like all that. It's like the dude's been there for a year. Yeah. And there was so much up and down in that one year. You had two quarterbacks that shouldn't have been on the field. Yep. Mm. Wide receiver, your top wide receiver before the West Virginia game said, deuces, I'm done. And your running backs are your only thing that were good. Yeah. So I want to see them just get annihilated. It would be great. Yeah, that would make me very happy when they make the move to the South Southern East Conference and just get blown out by like teams like Alabama and Georgia, like every goddamn year. Like I'm like, hell yeah, send them. No, no, 80 0, 90 0, throw a hundred up on them. That'd Love be, it. That they might want to enforce a mercy rule if that happens. It, it's gonna be ugly. I really do think that some of those schools are going to try to prove a point. On Texas, oh, yeah. yeah, especially I the agree. old Big Twelve schools mm-hmm. that are over there, like Missouri, uh, what Arkansas. I think there's like another one or two that's left, but yeah, they're going to go into and just want to destroy, yep, Texas. And I don't blame any team. That I don't to. blame them either. Like, not I, I worked at the University of Texas for a year, and that color is ugly as all hell. I'm sorry to any of my Longhorn friends or fans, but like burnt orange is just not a great color. As my shoes sit back there and they're like black and burnt orange. <laughs> but <laughs> I was just about to say that. But it's just not a cool color to be wearing all the time. And 
it's just not like you're, you're Texas. We get it, but like move on. Yeah. Um, so, all right, Kev, what do you got on? So what I got on, I've had other people wear this lately and I don't have a wrestling shirt on. It's my manly musings tee. So I figured I'm like one of the only ones that hasn't worn their tee yet. So I had to make sure I put out there. I have so many people that want this team merit. So oh we might be able to make some dollars if need okay. be well, on these tees. We will. We will. Uh, the next order is going to be our a free order because we have guests and I, I have one other friend that yeah, yeah. is really wanting one. But we will. Anyone that is interested in one of the T-shirts. Reach out to Kevin through his own social media platform or through the podcast platform size, all that fun stuff. We'll give you the price after the fact of like, once we figure out how much it's going to cost for the order. Um, so don't worry if you're all interested, you'll get one and cool. I'll make, I, I'm cool with making a little bit of money here and there. Yeah. So we love, uh, we love people love the tea. People love the design. And yeah, I mean, honestly, I really want a sticker of this. If I've got, married, if we can I've find got a, a couple that stickers, I'm, I'm, I'm working on, don't worry. Yeah, I, got I want to put it on top of my laptop and I want to put one on my water bottle when I'm at work. And they'll be like, what the hell is a manly music? And I'll be like, oh, well, you know, that, that's that's me and my guy Merritt from school. And it's funny, I, I tell people about like the name and I'm like, that's like there. And they're like super interested. So I'm like, hey, if you want to be a guest on the show, we'll figure something out. We're not just all sports. We do a little bit of everything. So, and we've yeah. proven that from like our episode with your with uh, Kaylee from Arizona State, where we talk about some sports. From Christy, from last week's episode with me, Leland, Joe, Mac, and Cyrus, we do it all. We do it all out here. Yes, sir. That that is very true. We we have uh, gone from a sports sneakers podcast to. Whatever the hell we're going to talk about tonight, no idea. It's just going to be thrown out there. Um, but I feel like that's what makes us amusing. Uh, <laughs> oh that. My, god. my god, everybody just threw up with my yeah. horrible dad joke. I apologize, everyone. That was disgusting. I have that. nothing to say about that. Yeah, can you not ever do that again? That was a horrible. <laughs> oh my dad god, joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're not. You're not. I, I really am. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, what are you wearing? I see. Wedding green hat. Oh, yeah. So when I worked, it. the best part is, so when I worked at the University of Texas, I was a, um, I worked within the ticket retention side of the business. So basically making sure our season ticket holders stayed season ticket holders. And of course, when I went there, they were revamping and retooling and repricing everything, which let's just say when you have a 90 year old person that's been going to a Texas game since they were five yeah doesn't really go over too well mm. uh and telling them that they need to spend you know thirty five thousand dollars instead of the one thousand dollars that they spend every year um Ooh. yeah yeah not not a good time <laughs> uh let me tell you that but i was able to get a majority of my people to say yes so i'm okay with it um but one of my master students- seller out here no horrible horrible (laughs) never in a million years will i ever go back to that kind of job it was horrible i great experience but no never again um my one of my season ticket holders was actually a member of a golf course 
uh, in the Austin area, and they were actually looking at condemning the golf course to open up, you know, shopping area and apartments and all that stuff. So it, it it's a hat from his fundraiser for it. Um, and I believe they actually were able to keep it open. Uh, oh, dope. Yeah. Like that's, that's where cool. the university of Texas played, uh, golf, their golfing teams went and played there. It's a beautiful course. Like don't understand why they wanted to destroy it and make something else out of it, but that's urban development and way above my pay grade. So yeah, I thought I would wear a, a fun little hat today and I've got tons more hanging up on the wall now and tons more in a, a box that I'll just keep throwing them in and out. So there you go all right we've already discussed slightly this because we already talked football but let's let's kind of dive into the super bowl let's kind of get our thoughts our, the our preview of it um we can even touch on the pro bowl that's coming up on sunday in vegas so that that's that the pro fun. bowl yeah um i know that when did they stop i'm very curious because when did they stop sending them to hawaii oh maybe like five years ago. Yeah. Five, I mean, six it hasn't ago. been very long. Yeah. yeah. I think they, they stopped because I think it was because like, was it like attendance? It wasn't good there. Attendance in the stadium. Yeah. Was, was, uh, was falling apart. Yeah. Mm, okay. yeah. Yeah. And they were having trouble getting guys to go because of the travel. I mean, it is, mm. it's not an easy trip to make all the time. Even if you're filthy rich and flying. Yeah. It's a long flight, especially like yeah. say you're from your New England Patriot or New, or Jet or anyone on the East Coast. Yeah. You're flying from East Coast to California, and then from California getting on another plane for six, seven more hours. You've already been or, on a plane for yeah, or if you're just stupid rich and just you just go straight for 14 but, hours. Yeah, it's yeah. it sucks. So yeah, no, thank you. I'm yeah. I'm good. Um, Super Bowl thoughts, pre- previews. Who, Let's just start with this. Leland, who do you think wins and what's the score? I mean, I'm going to go with the homer pick. I think the Bengals win (laughs) 24-20. 24-20. That's a solid pick. Kevin? Man, this is really hard. It's it's really tough because my heart says one thing, but, like, my mind says another I love you, Leland, but I think it's going to be Rams 31-28. Field goal by Matt Gay in, at home to end it. We're going to have a, like a, some good offense, a long Jamar Chase touchdown for 60 yards. Odell's going to have a halftime show where he scores a touchdown in the end zone. Is he going to uh, be part of the halftime show? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he pulls off some way. If he scores a touchdown, he'll be a part of that. He'll probably be a part of the half halftime show, and yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be. I I don't know. I feel like just only because of the fact that it's in L.A., they're gonna have that California love on their side. It's gonna be unless it's unless the Bengals can travel out, which I'm sure they will. It's what I I, I think the Rams might have it very slightly. Yeah, I. I'm going to go with the underdog a hundred percent because I want to see a team that went from worst to first 
succeed. Oh, yeah. Um, though I really want to see Matt, Matthew Stafford raise that Lombardi trophy. Yeah. Like that would be a great thing to see. I even like Aaron Darnold. I don't hate him. I, I would love to see him raise one Odell after all the stuff he's been through. Yeah. I'd like to see them raise the Lombardi trophy, but I'd really like to see Joe Burrow who tours ACL last year, didn't finish the season, come out and just say, screw this and ball out. Um, I'm going to go with it. It's going to be close to what Leland said. I'm going to go with a 26 to 24 um, with just barely squeaking it out um, with uh, McPherson hitting a game winning field goal at the end. Mm for the um the Bengals to win their first it would be their first ever Super Bowl right win. yeah they played in two yeah they played they last time they played was when I it was 89 yeah they played um, in 88 and 89 yeah not, they didn't they didn't do so well those no no I actually got um one of my buddies bought me Bengals cornhole boards for my housewarming gift when I bought my house last year nice and they're autographed by a bunch of old Bengals players which is cool. Like Ocho Cinco autographed them, Pac-Man, just all those old guys, Carson Palmer. So they're pretty Who's cool. Manzada? Yeah, yeah. Nice. DJ Manzada's on there. I'm going to hang them up in my downstairs once I get the walls painted and everything. But um, it says, like, they have both Super Bowls on there, and both of them say Super Bowl runner-up with the scores under there. Oh. And it's the most Bengals thing you can think of, and it's so funny. <laughs> it just... It would be so nice to win one just so I could continue to laugh at Super Bowl runner-up being written on a cornhole board, but mm. also enjoy that they've actually won one. That's almost as bad as the Colts just saying that we made the playoffs with a banner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's definitely in the same vein. That's fantastic. I I honestly don't see this game being like a blowout. It's going to be a really tight Game. It's gonna be a very stressful game. So Leland, please make sure you take care of yourself. Yeah, I'll be no, on you. No pot brownies, no nothing. We don't need you no. freaking out. Um it'll be it'll be a good one. That defense is what scares me though. That defense yeah, is scary. It is, and I that's what I'm worried about. But I mean the Bengals haven't been able to stop anyone yet on deep. Like their offensive line has is just matadoring everybody straight through there. So <laughs> it's true. I mean, it can't get any worse than what it's been. What worries me is Jalen Ramsey is going to shut Jamar Chase down, I have a feeling. Now, I think they'll run some things to get Chase open, and I think Chase probably will burn Ramsey once. I, Ramsey gets burned every game. He's going to burn him once, I think. Oh, but yeah. I, can the Bengals do enough? Can they get a good enough game out of T. Higgins? Can Mixon run the ball? Um How's your tight end going to be, too? Right. Didn't is he coming back? Is he playing? Now, they said that what was a knee sprain, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he sprained so, his MCL. He just rests this week. Right. It, it's up in the air right now. One thing that I think could help the Bengals on defense is that Tyler Higby, the Rams tight end, may not play. Yes. Yeah, that's true. I think he's out. He, yeah. Whew, he got messed up. Yeah, he did. So, I mean – in all honesty, I'm not going to be mad no matter the outcome because the Rams have so many cool players. Like you said, Merritt, Stafford getting a ring would be awesome. I, I'd like for Odell to get one, too, just because of everything he's been through and how he's revitalized his career, really, over the last oh, yeah. five or six games. So 
I to me, there's no bad choice here. I, but obviously, I hope the Bengals do pull it off. Yeah, I, I asked my wife the other day. I was like, "Is it bad if I want to buy a Bengals shirt for the Super Bowl?" She goes, "Yes." I'm like, "Jump on the bandwagon." I don't think it's bad at all. I think no. I should just jump like all the way in. Just say, yeah. "Screw it!" I'm just gonna get some orange and paint myself orange and put black stripes on. We're good. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. None, none. Um, all right, so let's talk about our good old days. Ah. Uh. The good I old days it. of uh, we ain't a podcast to do this too. <laughs> yeah, we, Kevin and I have literally had conversations going. We need Leland on because like some of these stories are funny, but Leland has even better ones than we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So if y'all can't under you know haven't been paying attention or anything, or or we've lost you at some point talking about football, Tom Brady, basketball, whatever else, Leland, Kevin, and I all went to West Virginia university all together. Um, Class of 2012 forever. Well, these two graduated 2012. I should have graduated 2012, but because of transferring and all that fun stuff, I stayed an extra year and literally just partied. I didn't do anything because I only had to take doc's class until I think I took doc's class until that December. And then I was free (laughs) and I was like, I'm done. Wait, and then you didn't have anything in the spring. Dude, my spring classes were PR and comm classes. Yeah. Literally oh nothing. I never went to class. And oh my, God, my parents that's the best. Li- if my parents had listened to this podcast ever, it was college. What do you expect? I'm not even going to say, like, I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> like, I, 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 mean I, I did it. I'm not. I'm, like, similar with you. My final semester, it was three regular classes, and but I didn't have enough to like be a full-time student so i took beginner badminton oh my god intermediate basketball and then i did an internship for alders and broadus in philippi west Virginia. oh yeah yeah i remember yep, that i remember and that those are like scary drives i shout out to alders and broadus the Didn't people i worked for were too? amazing yeah. yeah nate i was Crawford. gonna say nate 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 was down there with you. Yeah, he was. So I was the first one that like originated the connection. And they're like, oh, you got anybody else that can come help out? Cool. And then Nate was like, hey, Kev, I got, I heard about y'all do this thing in Philby. Can I come with you? I'm like, yeah. Because it's like, it, it was a freaking hour drive to get down there. No matter what way I took, yeah. it was one hour to get down there. So it was nice to have like somebody to drive with. So we did that, and that was my spring semester. And then I, of course, met married, as you know, I was a Zumba superstar. That, that was my spring semester <laughs> for, uh, for my senior year. I became a Zumba legend. That's very true. That my, my senior year was uh, – I, literally, I just would go to class and get a text message from my friends and stuff like, hey, um, want to come over? We're, we're day drinking. I'm like, I'm in class. Yeah, stop up and go. It's like yep. I'm in a 300 person lecture hall. No one's gonna care if I get up and walk out. Right. No, the I, best though. I just remember. So one of Doc's, you got Leland. You remember this? You know how like at the end of the year you had like everybody had like an individual presentation yeah. or something. I forgot what. So like my presentation is technically done. My year is over. So yeah, I remember. I remember this. My last like Zumba class. I freaking went 
like, and I partied hard and I just like went passed out and I just walk in with five minutes left in the class and everybody goes, Kev, what the fuck are you? You came doing? and sit na- sat down next to us because we were like, where the fuck is he? <laughs> Yo, and honestly, I had my sunglasses on and I like literally I was drinking water that tasted like like loopy vodka. Oh, I, used to drink that. I cannot yeah, imagine if I were to. Tr- yeah, I would not be ever able to drink anything like that ever again. And like shout out to anybody that's listening to this. Like these are really the days like this is like us living the dream in Morgantown, West Virginia. It's a good times. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, you guys, your senior years were less classes than me because I changed my major four times in college, I think. So how did you stay in college changing it that much? Or why are you still not in college? Well, you know, my first semester, I, so I started off in business, my first semester, mm-hmm. changed to poli sci the second semester, third semester changed to biology and did that for two years and then realized I hated biology. And then really <laughs> two years looking, in, I hate biology. Right. Oh, yeah, it took that long. <laughs> then I was looking for something easy to graduate with. So I switched to sport management and it was very easy to graduate with. But I was so behind in classes, like all the prereqs and everything. Oh, yeah. Basically, my last two years, year and a half of college, I had like 20 over 20 hours every semester. So like oh I had God. a lot of classes, but they were all all the sport management classes were so easy. Doc, if you hear this, I'm sorry, but they were all so easy. Oh my God. Yeah. They were. They were. Doc. And I will say for us three, we got out literally in the nick of time because mm-hmm. I think I remember right after you left Merritt, and that's when they required, like, yo, if you you, you can't get out of here until you do an internship. Yep. Where yeah, I man. was like, Oh, no, no, no. I, I don't need one, but I'm just going to get one for fun to get some extra credits. They were I like, no, nah, you, you're done. I think you had to. So I remember I had to have an internship. Yeah. So I think it was after you oh, guys you? graduated, they put in the you need to have an internship to graduate. Oh, well, thank God be, I made it. it. Only, Mama, I made it. But it could only be, you know, it could have been like a, a over summer one like mine. Like I was at Southern Hampshire University working in the athletic department for the summer, but I, it was only like once or twice a week and, and that was it. So all he had to do is, I think, I think my, my stuff I sent into Sydney Lee or whatever. And it was basically, what did you do that week? I'm like, right. I'm like, Greg, can you write this? I'm like, I'm literally like, all I'm doing is scanning numbers from this old playbook into this computer system now. That's it. (laughs) And I'm running around doing stupid stuff with the athletic department. Like buying coffee. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So, um, but yeah, I've heard it has gotten harder. Um, Shout out to anyone that graduates sport management degree. Uh, It's a great degree. It's a business degree that just has sports in front of it. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stuff out here. Stuff out here. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, but West Virginia, my God, those days, best. those were definitely the best days, especially sitting in Doc's class and just routing, you know, getting him all riled up. I, I'll never forget. Kevin, you were in this class. I don't remember who it was, but we had to do those binders for Doc's class. And I don't even remember what the binder was about. <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, this thing sucked. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, Somebody yes. Was presenting. And he was asked to see the binder and just started ripping pages out of this person's binder. <laughs> oh, my God. What was that? It was wild. I've never seen anything like that. In class. I don't remember who it was, but I just remember being extremely horrified. Yeah. Because I remember, I think I had to, like, hand my binder in, like, within the next day. And I'm like, <laughs> I do not want to end up being that guy where he's ripping pages out yeah. wasn't it like a marketing project or something that we had yeah. to do I, so i won't lie i didn't even do it i took a project i did like two years prior at my old school and i was like oh this perfect i just have to change a couple numbers change a few things and i just passed that in i don't blame you at all oh my god i don't I, I, re- I did for it honestly i, no, I, I remember I remember the one vivid thing I remember from school is like, there's that one time where you had to go for like office hours with him where Mm -hmm. you had set times. And I just remember, I don't know who it is. And if y'all know who it is, don't say the name. So we don't like embarrass people. I just remember I was sitting like outside and I just heard screaming in the room. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I had my headphones on because I was like, I'm trying like not to be that nosy asshole, like, but like I want to know what the fuck's going on. And I just remember like like the the like the office hours was only supposed to be like maybe like 15 minutes, yeah, 20 minutes tops. This was going on for about an hour. And I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, you know, in the in the old coliseum, you have those chairs that you can just sit down, yeah. but you yep. want to do your homework. And like people are walking by, like looking at this door, like, oh my god, they're like, I'm like yelling in here. I just remember seeing somebody storm out and then you hear next and I go in and I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be great. Oh, hi, Mr. Quayle. Yeah. You know, it's not it wasn't Mr. Quayle. It was Mr. Villanueva Quayle or something (laughs) freaking stupid. I was like, whatever, Doc. And it always made me laugh. Yeah. He called you that. And he called Justin McCoskey Vince. Yo, oh my God. Justin looked like Vince. Vince that was like two or three years younger than us. Yeah, he was. Yep. Vince was the freshman. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Oh, I remember that. That was classic. Leland, I'm trying to remember. When did you and I first meet? It would have been. It may not have been until our senior year. I remember having classes with you. Because I always thought your shoes were real fucking cool. And like, <laughs> I always remember that because I know we had like two or three classes together before we actually got into our senior year. But it had to have been in there in like Doc's class or Cindy Lee's class or something like that. Because mm-hmm. I think I feel like the first time you and I ever talked was one of those like random group projects you got to do yep. for Dr. Bravo. Yeah. And I think we oh, did it on like the WVISSAC. Yep, I remember doing that. Yeah, and I remember me and you did all of it because it was a four-person yeah. group, and it was only me and you fucking doing it. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that, but I do remember doing it now. I think that was the same class where that one dude presented with his Chicago Bulls hat on, which was yeah. wild, and he said something like, "You can't play lacrosse in the ghetto," and I've never forgotten that he <laughs> said that for some reason, and like that stuck with me ten years later. I don't know saying that. Wearing oh. a shirt, a Chicago Bulls hat, and dress pants. Oh my god, that's great! Oh my god, I remember that too. I, I think I just remember like laughing, like yeah. on the inside, so hard. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. And Bravo's sitting there going, okay. Yeah, yes. good old Bravo. What a guy. I just I remember like there were certain classes of his that were like, love the guy to death, great person. Yep. And he would call on me and be like, say something, and I would ramble something out of my mouth to make it feel like it made sense. And he goes, Nope. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, at least I tried. And then he would pick on the, the next person and they would like do the same exact thing. Nope. And then you would get to the person's like, honestly, doc, I was, I was sleeping. Like, you know, it was, it was, uh. I think my, one of my favorite memories is sitting in doc's class and the four of us with Eric are all sitting in our little corner. And I don't even remember doc just was like going off on tangents or something that day. And Kimball gets up, walks out, and is gone for majority of class. Then comes back in, sits down for the last five minutes, and Doc's like, Jonathan, do you agree with me? And John's like, yep, I do. Good point, Doc. (laughs) I just remember sitting there and turning and looking at him going, what? Yep. It is dying. It is all I'm like, I can't. I just I cannot. I don't this. I don't know if you guys remember. I remember Jonathan Kimball. He like he what he didn't come to class like on time the one day because he like got noticed and found out that he was becoming the mountaineer that year. Oh yeah. And he came back into class to share. Shout out to Jonathan Kimball, one of the best mountaineers ever. But yep. he came in and he's like Yep, and then I, I think Doc made him do freaking push-ups. In the yeah, he class. made him do 20 push-ups to yep. see if he was strong enough. I'm like, yeah, oh, I remember that. My gosh. Co- I, of course he is. Jonathan Kimball is a specimen. Goes to the gym. Yeah. Nicest guy ever. Like, none but love for that guy. And I was Seriously. so, we were so happy that he got it. Because it's like, dude, look at you. You're the Mountaineer. Yeah. Are you not? He's so good. He I don't think there's been a Mountaineer as good as him since he left. I mean, he just embodied the mascot. So yeah, yeah. He, he and Brock were, you yeah. know, were definitely the top tier Mountaineers. Yeah. You know, the, those two. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. At least in my, what I've seen, I mean, definitely like, like when really? you look at them and you're like, when they were out there, they loved every minute of it. Yeah. Only can I, maybe it I'm for... just biased because we went to school with those guys, but like, I haven't seen anybody else that like, I felt that, yo, I, I, I love that. And they only do it for a year now. It's not two years. Right. But you, you Kimble, only, Kimble did it for two years. Kimball may have been the last one that did two years. I think so. I think he was the last one to do two Oh, two when years. was that? Um, it, it was like 2014. They decided yeah. to change the rules because like equal, everybody wanted to do it um, type thing. So they, they kind of made it so like stupid. everyone. Yeah. Um, I don't understand it. I, it's just. Let, let whoever the mountaineer is be the mountaineer. Yeah. If he's a freshman and he's got the got whatever we want him to be, perfect. Let him be him for four years. I don't care. <laughs> Seriously. Yep. Like, who cares at this point, guys? Um, so let's let's dive into this the last thing that we have noted here. And this is uh in September. We are all going to be very annihilated for this game. Um, I might yell many obscenities to people wearing that ugly blue and pea yellow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's on a, it's on a Thursday night. <gasps> the day before I turned 33, I am 100% I mean, going to that. I mean, 
if I can work it out with my work schedule. No, you. Like, this is this is this is very possible. I could definitely make this happen because I just have to promise to work a couple other days and I'd be good. But like, no, Kevin, I don't. I don't care. You are going. Yeah, you got to get down here for that. Like, no, no. like if if we're really gonna do this, like I will put this on the calendar right now. Oh, I, I'm going. I days off today. I'm okay. gonna put them in like probably tomorrow, and I'm literally going to this game. I'm taking off right. the Wednesday before. Okay. Taking off, the, of course, the Friday after because I'm gonna be yeah. hungover as fuck. Okay. I mean, honestly, if that if 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 I can get that. That would be perfect because then I could work the weekend and I'm good. Boom. Yeah. We're in. We're in. So what would you would you be traveling down Wednesday then? Yeah, I would leave like Wednesday morning. All right. That I get that's that's it. I just gotta talk. I I talk to my boss and I'll let let them know. Why is my what what I can't even watch the Nets game? (laughs) Stupid with YouTube TV. (laughs) Um yeah, no, this game is gonna be great. I don't know. What'll happen? I'm really hoping we win. I partially don't think we will, but I, fingers crossed. I mean, I think both teams so, are in transition right now. Yeah, but Pitt's set up a little bit nicer than yeah. we are. Yeah, and they're I, getting I so. they have another USC quarterback transfer yeah. coming there. Yep. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I think right now Pitt is probably in a better spot than we are. Um, also then making Pitt a Thursday night game and Virginia Tech a Thursday night game makes it really hard for me to go to both games and I'm salty about that, but I'm still going to try. But anyway, Pitt's in a better spot than we are, but I think we have more riding on this game than Pitt does because if we don't win this game, Neil Brown, his seat is on fire first game next year. Oh yeah. And I, I really do expect it to be kind of a coming out party for the new offense. I'm pumped about the offense. I think Graham Harrell is going to do great things. I'm worried about quarterback. I don't know who's going to start. I think it's either going mm-hmm. to be Goose Crowder or Nico Martial. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's Martial because he's, I mean, he seems like the next big thing here. Everyone yeah. here loves him already. He's already on campus, which is great. Yeah. They have, for a month already. They have half, half the recruits are on campus, right? Yeah. Yeah, they did a good job of bringing a lot of guys in early. So, I mean, they announced when the spring game was today. It's April 23rd. Yeah. We'll see what he looks like. You can never tell from the spring game. I, I mean, it, it's impossible. Yeah, to it's, tell, it's but absolutely We thought impossible. Austin Kendall was going to be the next greatest right. thing, and look right. what happened. Same thing with um, Ford Childress. Childress looked incredible in the spring game. Oh, yeah, four. man. You bringing back the names out oh, here. Dude, I, I forgot bring- about. Ford Childress in his cowboy boots, man. Yeah, I can bring out some names if if we want to go down that road. But I really do think that the first game is the program-defining game. for Yeah, no, I agree, especially next year. Like, if he – like, right, we are in a a real, real interesting time with our fan base right now. Mm -hmm. We are not happy. We do not – we're expecting a lot to come out of this year, and it did not get done. So if he doesn't come out guns a blazing, so like I will say if it's a good fight where it's a close matchup game, I think I could be satisfied with that. But if we come out and that offense looks like shit and like we're getting killed right now, Neil Brown is in extreme trouble. If we come out looking like we did in the bowl game, I'm 
gonna probably just go get hammered and just cry myself like somewhere to death yeah like it, that would be atrocious it and to lose to that team that everyone that we all hate yeah like that would be horrible um and truthfully if i were to be at that game and that happened i don't know if i'll survive that would be my first ever backyard brawl ever in person and that would not oh man because it always was oh, i think my man. first year was like played on thanksgiving and i was like yeah it was usually thanksgiving weekend i'm like no yeah. one's home. no one's there yeah we're all home yeah i the last thing i'll say about it is just i i think neil brown lost a lot of the fan base towards the end of the year last year mm-hmm. for multiple reasons but the things he's done in the offseason so far hiring Harold, admitting he shouldn't have been the one calling the plays that he needed to take a step back to be a better head coach. He's saying the right things and doing the right things. None of that translates to one field success, but I trust the climb a hell of a lot more than I did four months ago. I I think him, the biggest thing was him taking that step back. Cause like, let's be honest. They only lost two of their recruits. They lost the running back and they lost the wide receiver. Yep. But they got the Clemson running back who used to be a four-star recruit, pretty damn good. Um, you're getting other transfers and all that fun stuff. And you've got a pretty damn good class. I think it was what, number 20? Something 2021. Yeah. The some, highest class we've ever had. Yeah. So, like, I'll take that any yeah. day of the year with us and see what they do. I'm just happy with the new offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I would love to see – if things go well this year and say they go well the next two years and our offensive coordinator is really the reason that why I'd love to just see that conversation of like, let's do this better than what we did with Bill Stewart and Holgerson, you know, Neil Brown's good, but we think you're the next guy. How do we slowly transition that if that's the way they go, but we never know. So yeah, because let's be real for a second, like Graham is a guy. If we have him more than one season, like that is really amazing. Um, yeah. I could because I could see him do being one of those guys that he's gonna be there to develop one real good quarterback. And if that's Nico, that'd be amazing. Safe to develop that quarterback and then see who wants him as a head coach. Because yeah. you I can already see it. If we start off like at on fire next year and we do what we're supposed to do and we beat who we're supposed to beat and get those early wins on the non-conference and handle business on the road for all our road games. And like, let's say, you know, end up with like an an eight and four record, like people are going to start looking at Graham, like, Oh damn, you know, he, he's the real deal. Cause at everybody knows that there's those coordinators that they're, they're there to be coordinators. So they can go back to be head coaches. Yeah. And yeah. we'll see. I would love fingers crossed is that we have him for like two, three years. That would be extremely ideal. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, I've always felt we're not the power school that some of our fans think we are. Never no, will. We're not. But if we have a coordinator that is getting hired away to a coordinator or an assistant coach that's going to like Georgia, like Jamala died did, we're yeah. doing something right. And that means we were good at either a position or overall on offense or defense. So 
if we were to be really good on offense and Harold would leave after two or three years for a head coach job, something good has happened. So it's a loss, but you also have to look at the positives that we were really good and we just need to keep building off of that. No, I agree. I think it'll be a telling year really in the first two, three weeks. And it's funny. We actually play Kansas like the third or fourth game of the year. We like literally dive into big 12 play and then have a non-conference game a week after. And it's very, very weird, but let's just, let's just get the Kansas game out of the way. They suck. So let's just, I, yeah, I think they're going to be better this year. I I think so too. I'm not saying Kansas is going to come in and win six or seven games, but I think they're going to be improved on the field. But yeah, our schedule was weird. You go, you're at Pitt, then it's like Kansas, Towson, then at Virginia Tech, and I think Oklahoma comes to town after that. Mm. Yeah. So we beat Pitt, we'll beat Kansas, we'll beat Towson, we beat Virginia Tech, four and zero with Oklahoma come to town. That's a big deal. That's oh, a yeah. massive deal. Yeah. So that would be I, big. I mean, next year the home schedule sucks. To be honest, next year Oklahoma is the only good game on the home mm-hmm. schedule. But, but Baylor, Baylor could be a good home game too. Baylor could on. be. It's a Thursday night game too. We have three Thursday night games. It's weird. <laughs> that is extremely bizarre. Yeah. I no student will now. survive. It's like being in the Big East all over again. Which <laughs> Big East Thursday night games were always fun. So uh, yeah, I didn't. Oh survive my god, my, any of them. yeah, my no. Big East Thursday night game for Auburn. Yes. I ended up like I ended up at an AT and T parking lot, and I ended up in a construction zone. That's how it, it ended up for me. I just remember the LSU game. That yep. shit was ridiculous. LSU I, game, I had no ID, so everybody had to buy me drinks because I couldn't <laughs> go get bar, drinks at the bar. I don't. I lost my ID when I went club. And that was before um, they allowed alcohol sales in the stadium, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the year before. Because yeah, I just remember year was the first year. I lived in Pierpont, so it was perfect. Like I got hammered at my apartment with my buddies and just walked over trashed and yeah. don't remember like even getting into the game, but like yelling and screaming and throwing crap and everything. Yeah, oh my gosh. Was, I mean, Morgantown was a giant party that day. Um, Which day? LSU? LSU. Yeah, yeah it LSU. was. It was I, I wasn't game day there. Oh yeah. yeah. Game, day was, game day was ever in Morgantown. Uh, I would just, you guys, well, Merit, I don't know. Yeah. At the old tailgate where we tailgated, like right by United Bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, um, where the where the ambulance was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where that is. So there's all kinds of tailgates around there too, and there were a lot of LSU tailgates. Yeah, because I remember around. We were over there that day for it because yeah. I remember all the LSU fans. Yeah, they were the nicest people on earth. They gave oh, us yeah. beer. They gave us food. I mean, Morgantown was legitimately a giant party that day. I see. What I love is and like when I brought my wife down to the game and Leland mm-hmm. got to meet her at, at the tailgate was, you know, if you're an out-of-state fan, if you're a fan of the opposing team, there are no ill words said to you except by college students because college students are stupid. And, and they're drunk. Them. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. And, but, like, if you walk by a tailgate, someone is going to offer you something. Yeah. If it's a beer, if it's food, it's whatever. Like, it's great. And that's why whenever you see like best college tailgates, all the rankings that they do for them, we're in the top five every year because of that hospitality. So like, yes, 
what is um the grove for old miss like that that'd be cool to go to auburn i heard is amazing yeah alabama i never want to go to because i hate alabama um, you got you have to dress up for all those things you gotta like yeah, you, gotta you, wear, got, you, just, you gotta wear like on your Sunday we're, we're the, suit. Yeah. We're like that school that thinks they're southern, but really isn't. We're more yeah. mountains. Yeah. So you get like the mix of guys in like cutoff shorts, jean yep. shorts, and a football jersey, and mm-hmm. then girls in sundresses. So <laughs> yeah, that no, you you right, you so right. Um, but I will say when it comes to t- tailgating, since we're on this topic. Leland, I always thoroughly enjoyed your tailgating. For anybody out here listening, if anybody saw my story, you know, Leland knows how to get down when it comes out to it. And I will say your tailgate, Leland, is what got my parents to enjoy West Virginia football because they would always go, oh, are we going to go visit your friend with the bus? And I'm pretty sure, like, you remember my my sister and my parents came. Yeah. Like, my sister will always say, yeah, yo. I remember some girl just kept giving me all these jello shots. And I was like, I'll put them in my bag. And I went into the game with jello shots. Yep. And, and then my mom was like, oh, my God, you guys are just all so drunk and, like, talking about us. But and my dad loved it. I think I remember him coming over and he bought, like, a bucket of fried chicken for you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> I remember the first time your parents came down, your mom and my dad stood and talked at the tailgate, the entire tailgate. Yeah, just stood there and talked to each other for like three or four hours straight. That's yeah, because awesome. we were, were I, we were there for like a while, and we yeah. were. Just, I was going to town, and I'm like, I'm over here, I'm like, oh shoot, I have to drive back to New Jersey at some point, and I'm yeah. over here chugging with Leland. They're passing around drinks. Dude, when, like, we, when we went to the game, it was one cold as all hell and yeah. rainy as shit that morning. We get to tailgate. I think it was like nine o'clock in the morning is yep. when we started tailgating because it was a 1 30 start or something like that and it wasn't a late game it was an early uh, game yeah it was but it was wasn't it new 30 maybe yeah i we think were it out was there a 3 30 game we were out there for a while yeah and literally we're just chugging anything and everything to stay warm ashley and i like walk away because we went to go see um another friend of mine to get like a pass into the uh, Coca-Cola zone, which was so stupid, so overrated. Like, yeah, never do that again. <laughs> um, and walking back to use like the porta potties because I'm not going to the ones all the way over by the stadium because those things are gonna be disgusting. Yeah. So I walked backwards and Leland's coming towards us and doesn't remember that we we're at his tailgate. He goes, Nope, what, what are you doing? I'm like, Leland, my car is it was right beside my car. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I'm like, you got to be. Sh- oh, it was. It got. It bad. was. It was bad. Like, yeah. I don't remember like parts of the day. Yeah. But yeah, it was. It was bad. So, everyone, when we go to the backyard brawl in about seven months, um, maybe we'll just throw a podcast up there randomly because. We're going to be around a lot of West Virginia fans, and nope. I already know, I can't freaking wait. I know, I think another like ten people that are going to the game. Um, one of my colleagues at my current role, he is he worked at the CVS in Star City as a pharmacist. 
So he knows Morgantown, understands like what it's like. He, he's literally messaging me every day. He's like talking about the Baylor game last night. I was like, I didn't even want to talk about that. That was horrible. Yeah. Um, and he, he's like talking about the backyard brawl. And I'm like, oh no, I'm going. Like my boy, like my boys and I, we're going. Yeah. Like my wife, if she wants to come, she can. Um, more than welcome. But really, you want to make it to a boys' trip, hopefully. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like he goes, oh, I'm down. I am 100% down. I tell him it was thir- a Thursday night game today. He goes, oh, Thursday, Thursday. I'm so in. I'm like, oh, yeah. Dude, you're probably like in your late 30s, early 40s. All right. Let's <laughs> yeah. do this. Like, come on. So we're this is going to be a wild, wild ride for that game. We're going to need oh, – gosh. We're going to need to tailgate and get a oh, spot. Yeah. Like, I don't care how much it is. I, I will drop – you know money on that yeah for sure I, I mean my whole crew of friends that you guys have met most of them are going so we're going to have we're gonna we're take over yeah we're oh, yeah. Part up there i got um last was the last year the year before um my mother-in-law got me a west virginia cornhole set Ooh. so it all and it lights up and everything too That's so cool. don't worry that'll be brought with us i, I brought it down to maryland for that crap game this year so that game sucked. Yeah, I mean, I the last time I saw you, Leland, in person, I remember I made the trick all the way down from, like, the whole other side of the stadium. It was yep. so freaking cold. And you were over by, like, the, where the little subway was by, yeah. like, the hospital. And I remembered, like, I saw I was with you, and I had to leave to go visit another friend who was in the middle of the stadium. I swear, if I had a goddamn like watch to track my steps that day, I would have lost like oh. so much. Like what well, I would have like, hit my steps with before like the game started. Yeah. But like, uh, I miss that feeling. It's always funny because my parents both go, So what are we gonna like gonna go to a West Virginia game? I'm like, well, you guys are the ones that keep traveling to Hawaii every damn year. So you guys throw my West Virginia game to the, the side. So I'm like. I gotta go by myself. I'm gonna go. She's like, all right, well, we'll figure it out. Cause they know because my parents don't want to do any cold games. Yeah. They're not about the cold games. They want to be not either. It's, it's, they want to be where it's like, you know, they can wear a t-shirt and that's yeah. it. If it's they get if it's sunny, cool. But like they hate, like, I think there was one game we went to where it was like homecoming against like Kansas. And my parents mm-hmm. were just like, Oh, it's so cold. Yeah. And they, they're like, I hate it. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. My parents' first game ever in Morgantown was like a November game. And the weather was supposed to be like 30 degrees and snowy. It was 75 oh, oh, oh. degrees and sunny that day instead. Oh, so my God. We go, we're tailgate, and we were tailgating all the way down by the Mexican restaurant. Like far Los Mariachis. Yeah. yeah. Or we're down by Los. And I'm like, this tailgate spot sucks. Like, there's no one here. So whatever. There's a bunch of like college friends of mine. Like, we're all drinking, having fun. And then we go into the game. My parents go to the seats that they're in. My dad afterwards, we go up there and he goes, So that was the most awkward and potentially scary situation I've ever been in. I go, why? No one did anything, right? He goes, well, no. So you walk up to stadium and you go to your seats and sit down and Daryl, Daryl, and her, their other brother, Daryl, is sitting there going, those aren't your seats. And they're like, well, well, they're not at the game. We bought the tickets. 
And then someone next to him going, no, remember they told us that they weren't going to, I'm like, and I was like, how the hell I go, that's it. That is literally Morgantown and West Virginia football fans. Like everyone has a signed seat. Yep. That is your seat. Like no one else touches that seat. Yeah. And then like, you find out, Oh, they put their shit on like stuff of like two weeks before. Cause they're going on like a vacation to a tropical Island. You're like, Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice to yeah. see you. And like thanks. for 18 years. That's awesome. I, I need mm-hmm. to get season tickets. So Wait, Lily, you said you're, you've been seeing tickets for how long? 18 years. Holy smokes. Yep. All right. I wanted to get this conversation out because I was inspired because I was listening to the final forecast today and Pat White was on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Give me your top five quarterbacks at West Virginia all time. You want me to start? Yeah, no, yeah this is this for you. Oh, this is for me? Okay. Yeah. Pat White's number one. Okay. Mark Bolger is number two. All right. And I'm just going off quarterbacks I've seen play. So okay. Pat White, Mark Bolger. Okay. Um, Will Greer is number three. Ooh. Okay. I think after Greer, Gino. Okay. Gino for sure. And then from there, I mean, it's kind of a toss-up. Skylar Howard, as much as he couldn't win the big game, Skylar Howard was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but I think at the number five spot, I would go Clint Trickett. Clint mm-hmm. Trickett threw the prettiest deep ball I've ever seen. Yeah, and he, didn't if he his... wouldn't have got hurt against yeah. TCU. Um, we make some noise that year. We make yeah. a lot of noise that year. So I, I'd say those are my top five. I mean, Rasheed Marshall's right there. I, he he was real good. Um, Jarrett Brown was good. Jarrett Brown when we had him for a little player. bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, played basketball and football for WVU. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, but I mean, Pat White is, he's probably the best WVU player I've seen in person. Um, I mean, Chris Henry's up there, Steve Slayton's up there, but Pat White was just unreal. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than the one pit game that we don't like to talk about. Yes. I've never seen a quarterback be able to will a team to win the way Pat White could. Yeah. Him and Slayton together is a very yeah. scary combination. Yeah. It, it was sad my senior year when when like because like Rich Rod left after the pit that infamous game. Then you know, right after Slayton went to the draft. So like mm-hmm. I never got to and then and then Owen and Schmidt graduated. Yeah. So I never like I was like just one year short of like witnessing that like magic. Yeah. But I will definitely say I always tell people like at my college career sport wise west virginia was at its finest because we had you know i got the ending of the greatest quarterback ever possibly at wvu and pat white i got to see the rise of a young geno smith who was making waves i got to see an explosive dynamic player who's probably the number one highlight in youtube history in tavon austin yep and you know you had so many other players that we can we can go on for days and days and days of who we've been able to see. But and then of course, if you turn to basketball, you know we had got to experience the Final Four together. Yep. Um, in twenty ten, so like those those we 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 were very very fortunate in our mm-hmm. college days. And I tell people that because like 
So when I get to talk to people, because I'll see my West Virginia tattoo, like, oh, he went to West Virginia. And I'm like, yeah. And they and like the way we talk is like, oh, so what years were you? And it would be in like sports talk. So they'd be like, oh, I was there when Mark Bolger Bolger was there. And I tell them, oh, so I was there uh, uh, beginning of Gino and Tavon. So like it's always that common bond when you get to meet someone for Dub V and like you got you you connect through the sport. It's like an amazing feeling. They're like, oh, you you understand the heartache and heart attack city we go through every Saturday in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. I was really lucky when it comes to football and basketball, really, but football especially. I mean, I can remember Pat White's coming out party against Louisville. I was there for that. Oh, yes. My year of college was the Fiesta Bowl year when we should have won the national title. So, mm. I mean, we really did get to go to college in a golden era of sports because basketball was good every year. Mm-hmm. Football was good every year. And football hasn't come anywhere close to that since then. Basketball, yeah. we have. I mean, after we graduated, we've still been good at basketball. But yeah. mm-hmm. I, we were really lucky that both sports, both of those main revenue sports were so good when we were in school. Yeah, we, we were definitely one of the luckier classes to to witness that stuff. And like nowadays, it, it sucks like no one's at these games. Yeah, like I, I remember when I when we were at school there, it was like, hey, did you get your ticket yet? No, remember, yeah. it's Friday night. You got to get your ticket or it was like Tuesday night, whatever it was. That you had yeah, to you got to put in the res- reservation. Put it in your reservation. Ticket. So you got yeah. your ticket and then you got it on Friday. It was like. Don't forget. And it would literally, I remember setting an alarm because I passed it. Yeah. I was like, I'm exhausted, but these drop at midnight and I need yep. my ticket for this game. And waking up, getting on my computer, doing it real quick, and be like, you're good. I'm like, okay, cool. But like nowadays, it's, oh, it's on my phone. I'm like, it's not the same experience. Yeah. The, the, the worst feeling is like when you're getting up and you're trying to print out your ticket and then you realize, fuck, my printer is out of freaking ink. and you like run into each yo is your printer work yo is your printer work and then of course i would always be the one that print out everybody else's goddamn tickets but when my (laughs) freaking ticket needs to be printed ain't no damn printer around yeah no all right boys it is 10 30 we definitely went past 45 minutes uh kevin did we miss anything um honestly i wanted to get that out of leland because i was inspired by uh the final forecast. I feel like oh, I, we will definitely have another one of these with you, sir, and just talk about like maybe we'll dive deep into men's basketball at some point. So because we're definitely gonna need to do that, uh, as difficult as as it has been. But yeah. yeah, I don't think we missed anything. I think honestly, I think I'm just waiting for your trivia question, Merritt. All right, this was a good one, and uh, all right, so. Tonight's trivia is football-related. It's about the NFL. So what is the only team in the NFL to neither host nor play in the Super Bowl? Oh. So, so they haven't their, – their arena has not hosted it? Have not hosted have it and not, not played. played. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, no. Is it the Texans? No, because Houston has held the has held the Super Bowl two times because Patriots won both times there. And then we look at, at like a team list. I just want to like remember team names out here. 
Because I was good. My first guess was actually going to be the Chargers, but I remember they hosted a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The Jags? Mm-hmm. No, because Jags, Jacksonville has hosted a Super Bowl. Yeah. Patriots again. Sorry. Wait, it's a no. It's the pa- not, no, the Patriots. Well, they won that, won that Super Bowl. That okay, was I was about to say. I'm like, okay. I know the Patriots won something. We've never hosted one, which would be so dope if they did that. That'd be so it's cool. too damn cold. Oh, too damn cold. Uh, they should play at cold weather Super Bowls. They should. I love that idea. I think that's great. All right, Kevin. What's the your fun- nope? The they hosted a Super Bowl. Damn. And they're new when they open up the brand new oh, arena. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, final guesses here, boys. Okay, okay. Uh, no, I literally no. They hosted it. Damn it! All right, Kevin, stop. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm spent. I was All gonna right. go like the the Colts. Nope, not even close. Browns. Yes, the Cleveland yeah. Browns have never gone to a Super Bowl uh, or have they ever hosted one. Yeah. That makes sense because I think the Colts, they played in Lucas Oil Stadium. Like yeah. The Colts won with Peyton Manning. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And they've hosted Super Bowls there. Yeah. Yes. Duh, because the Giants won one of them, I think, in there too. Shut okay. up. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Sorry. It's just that I only know that because – that was when the NFL was getting super creative and doing all they were doing, just putting the same damn logo, just putting the stadium yeah. behind it instead yep. of coming up with a freaking cool logo. Yep. Like, like, can they get back to that? Because I think that would be nice. Cause instead of just doing the same XLI, XLI yeah, that'd be really something nice. cool. I agree with you. Madness. Absolute all right, Kevin, madness. It is up to you, bro. All right. So outro time. Thank you guys for listening to episode 17 of the Manly Musings. Make sure you watch us on our YouTube at Manly Musings Podcast. Make sure you follow us at the Manly Musings Pod, currently at 78 followers. So I would love to get to 100. So please tell your friends, tell your parents, tell people that you think are amazing to follow our podcast. Thank you. To our guy, Leland Reed. You can follow him on his social medias at Leland Reed, I believe. Is that right? Uh, Twitter, yeah. Instagram is Leland Reed 10. Yes, Leland Reed 10. Let him know. Follow Merit at Merit underscore P. Follow yours truly at KQuaver624. And as I stay out here, have a good night, y'all team.